tabletop role-playing and board games have enjoyed a bit of a resurgence in recent years. Uh, The rise in popularity has been partly linked to successive COVID lockdowns, and that trend has piqued the interest of Massey University psychology researchers who are developing a gaming laboratory. It's called Grail, and they've developed it to investigate the potential positive effects of gaming. Sean Guerrero and Ross Hebden will be launching the lab uh, appropriately enough at this weekend's Armageddon Expo in Palmerston North. Sean joins me now. Hi, Sean. Hello, how are you? This sounds like a bit of a dream for you to uh, combine your field of study with the the world of gaming. Well, yeah, they say do what you love, so absolutely. I know a bit about it, so it's useful to uh, put that into the research. What's the big idea here? Well, I mean, the, the big idea is, is that we know that uh, gaming itself, um, people enjoy doing it, and it's an activity that, as you said, has been um, growing and growing, especially tabletop and analog games um, through COVID and afterwards. Um, but games, you know, have effects on people, and what kind of effects do they have? What kind of experiences are they having? And do these experiences carry on outside of the uh, the game experience? Is something we want to look at a bit more. Can you explain what we're talking about with these games um, for people who aren't so familiar with, I think you call them TTRPGs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a uh, tabletop role-playing game, um, I think people, many people would know sort of things like Dungeons and Dragons. That might be the one that comes to mind. Um, so it's essentially a lot of people sitting around a table and they're doing essentially collaborative storytelling. So there, there might be an overall arching story and they might be off to fight a dragon or raid a castle or something. But a lot of this, uh, a lot of the game is about sitting around a table and becoming a character and having the character make choices in the game and communicate to other people in the game um, and then work together to then over, uh, to overcome different goals. So role-playing games provide a very sort of open, safe, collaborative space to sort of explore a whole range of human interactions and sort of identity um, uh, concerns, um, but in a fun way that doesn't sort of hit you up front with trying to learn. Um, and then with board games, for instance, board games, um, I've, I mean, we're all aware of board games, probably you grew up with Monopoly and Scrabble and chess and, and checkers and things like that. Uh, but modern board games have become much more complex, but at the same time, they do provide us very sort of focused experiences uh, they provide us very focused experiences looking at um, very particular behaviours. So some board games might look at social negotiation or um, self-control, for instance. So, I mean, your research uh, lab hasn't officially opened yet, but you must have some idea of what you're going to find. What do you think the positive benefits of games like this might be? Yeah, for sure. I mean, so uh, the New Zealand Council of Educational Research ran... Uh, a whole series of uh, of work on um, education, uh, educational benefits of role-playing games, board games and video games a few years ago. Uh, and one of the things that they found was that um, individual teachers putting together these things were finding benefits in learning, for instance. Um, but one of the things, another thing they found was that a lot of these people acting essentially in isolation. So what we're looking at doing is trying to replicate some of the findings, seeing if there are educational benefits to the games, if there are therapeutic benefits to the games, um, and if there are just sort of intervention, interventional benefits, not just in a therapeutic setting, but at home if you're playing games with your kids or with your family and things like that. Um, or even there are games we can play on your own and see, see whether that can calm you or reduce anxiety, etc. So those are the, the hypotheses. I think. Um, from existing research, a lot of this is sort of spelt out a little bit, but especially in Aotearoa, we want to sort of investigate gaming with the local community.
Yeah. And you also think there's potential for marginalised or minority communities um, to benefit from gaming. How so? Sure. So with, I mean, with the LGBTQIA plus community, um, we've seen, especially over the last few years, a significant portion of the queer community really embrace role-playing games in particular. Why? Well, I think one of the reasons that it comes out in the in interviews and research is that it provides an opportunity to not just sort of experiment and play games in a social setting, sort of social skills, but you can be someone else, you can be whoever you want to be, um, and just play that out and test that for a while. Um, and these spaces are becoming more and more interesting and more and more diverse all the time. Uh, and the queer development of games uh, is, is really, really interesting um, as well. So that's one area. Another is sort of cultural gaming. Um, there, are, there are games that sort of coming out of America, for instance, There's a beautiful game called Coyote and Crow, which is written by um, First Peoples of North America. Um, and uh, it's set in a sort of a decolonialized um, America, in which America was never colonialized, actually, uh, and provides an opportunity for players to sort of explore a world told through oral storytelling and tradition, uh, but set in a sort of fantastical future. Um, and they give players a very unique experience to sort of uh, learn in, in a new way and experience cultures in a different way. So I think there might be some benefit here in New Zealand. So, I mean, one of the things with, let's say, with the Indigenous Psychologies area, I'd love to uh, work with people in the Indigenous Psychologies area. We've got a great Indigenous Psychologies department here at Massey. Um, so we've already set up some talks to introduce ourselves and um, maybe do some research on that in the future. What's your favourite game? My favourite game? Um, at the moment, I really like... There's a, a series of games run by... It's called Powered by the Apocalypse Rules. And what that means is it's not... It's a bit different to Dungeons & Dragons. They're just more narratively focused and you can just sort of play games. But my favourite at the moment is a game called The Warren, which I'll be running at Armageddon, <laughs> in which you're just playing a, a little warren of rabbits and you're trying to sort of survive and... Um, and live together, very much sort of like Watership Down. So wow. it's a little bit tear-jerky if you want, yeah. Yeah, interesting. Hey, thanks so much, Sean. Good luck with the lab. No worries. Thank you very much.